Okay. So I guess we'll just stop. I have a I have a funny bit. Okay. Oh good. Okay. A pre-prepared, undiscussed funny bit. <laughs> it's actually Grayson's. Oh, good. Okay. I was like, I was gonna add from Kara. Okay. What? So from Grayson, what's the bit? Um, Grayson was talking to his brother Garrett the other day and he apparently knows about the podcast or something and was asking about you guys. And he was like, yeah, so how is uh, Kara, Mara, and Marinara's podcast going? <laughs> <laughs> it's just so unfortunate when we have to introduce ourselves all at once to somebody. <laughs> like, they don't stand a chance. No, they really don't. <laughs> Um, yeah, do it again, and let's give us some energy. Alrighty, welcome to my top everything. I'm Kara. And I'm Mara. And I am Marinara. Marinara. <laughs> we sound like Hannah Montana and what's Drew, that? Uh, Jim Carrey. She sounded like Jim Carrey when she said, alrighty. <laughs> oh, creepy. You gotta go. Sorry. <laughs> my Not 45 minutes has ended early. <laughs> you know that movie with the Princess Diaries, the three girls, and I'm Hannah. Princess oh, Diaries. I'm Jana. Yeah, yes. I'm Hannah. I'm Jana, and I'm whatever uh, Mandy. What's her name? Mandy. Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore is in it. Yeah, yeah. And That's what we like, were giving. Stupid just then. Cupid. Princess Diaries, like the one with the uh, is it Anne Hathaway? Yeah. <laughs> I, I did it. Um. You must be so proud of yourself. <laughs> I'm proud of you for getting that right. Thank you. Um, I'm really proud of myself, too. I was really like, I don't even know if I want to attempt it, but. Well, so our topic today is top three moral dilemmas. Does anyone want to talk about how they approached this question? Yes. All right. So back. So I just moved back to Minneapolis. And Mara and I live like a half mile apart now, which is awesome. Congratulations. Um, it's a mile and some change, but thank you. I'm very happy okay. for you. If it were a half mile, it would be, it's fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Apparently it does. <laughs> if it were a half mile, where would I be? It would just be more convenient. Um, yes. So I just moved back to Minneapolis with Grayson and uh, we, I was so nervous to start the podcast again. And I was like prepping for it a week ago and I was trying to figure out what my top three ethical dilemmas were. And Grayson and I went to the North Shore this weekend, which is like a two hour drive one way, if not three. And on the way home, I brought it up and we talked about it for three hours on the way back. Oh so God. the yeah, um, basically it was the the trolley question and then the it spun problem. out into so yeah the trolley problems so many other directions and so much happened and a lot of my a lot of my top three oh as i wish i was actually four a lot of my four are all sort of a similar environmental human impact related topic nice Interesting. um and i i couldn't i could not figure out another way to go about it and then i googled a bunch of stuff just before this to try to find some diversity just in case i got negative pointed for that no nah, they're all intertwined mm -hmm. there's some that were like i'm just gonna point out a really dumb one there was i googled like top ethical dilemmas or whatever and there is some stupid fucking shit out there 
one of them was like, what what would you do if you saw your best friend's fiance cheating on her the day of the wedding? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what obviously you you're going <laughs> to. Obviously you don't. What the fuck kind of shit is that? You're going to let her marry somebody that does that? No. I think that one was like so silly. But I do feel like I have one that is adjacent to that that I think is much grayer, which is like, if you know that your best friend is cheating on oh. their SO, do you tell the person that you're not friends with, right? You only know them through your bestie. Do you tell them that your best friend is cheating on them? I mean, I think I would go to the best friend and I would say, listen, this is not fair to your partner. Either you tell them or I will. And how long do you give that? And how do you like, how do you verify, though, that they did it? Like, how do you verify that they actually did it? They probably told me. Yeah, but they could tell you they did it and not actually do it, right? I think I would text the partner and be like, are you doing okay? And then if they were like, what do you mean? Then it would be like, oh, <laughs> my best friend's a dick. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, then you're really making good. I mean, actually, I think that's a great text. Just a vague, are you doing, wait, wait, wait. What if they see, what if you text them, are you doing okay? And they're like, they think you mean something else. So they're like, yeah, I'm fine. Thanks for asking. Like, I don't think they my would. My broken foot is healing. But they don't say that part. They just say, yeah, I'm fine. I, I guess know, you man. could say, cool. are you doing okay with the whole insert best friend's name here thing? Or like, are you and X doing okay? No, because <laughs> I don't want to ask my best friend's partner how their relationship is because I don't, that's like a weird, yeah, it is. I don't want to yeah. have that conversation usually with them. I don't want to know their point of view, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, cause they're usually another man. And even, I guess if my best friend is being the toxic, when one. you give the best friend the ultimatum, cause I, I have thought about this, like for me, like I would definitely, when I think about this, I think like, I would hope that my SO's friends would tell me or not let that fly and make sure that I got told somehow, but there are two people in my MFA program who are a couple um, and they were in the year above us. And one of them started having relations with somebody in the year below us. Um, and so like everybody knew that this guy was cheating on his girlfriend in the program. And like, for example, I never talked to the girlfriend. Like I don't know her really other than like two conversations but I have a friend who's pretty close to her so it was like are you gonna tell her like what's going on like she needs to hear this every other person knows in the program what's going on I guess like having been kind of in some type of situation like this like I didn't I didn't say anything other than like my friend to talk yeah to talk he already knew about it but like asking my friend to talk to the girlfriend since he actually knew her i don't know what happened with that but i think the bottom line is like we would all try to the the person would find out however that happened tbd because there's all sorts of situations but then how would you how would you verify for real how would you verify that the person actually did it or that the other person knows because i agree with mara actually asking are you okay like you're involving yourself in something that is sensitive I okay. The how do you verify that your best friend is cheating no. on their partner? No. How that do you verify they, they told? 
Oh, their partner. Oh my god! Like, because you could have been, you could give them the ultimatum, right? Like, Sandy, you better tell Jimmy Bob about this in the next three days, and if you don't, I'm gonna tell Jimmy Bob that you cheated on him with Brad Pitt. You have to team up with somebody because in this situation, I feel like it's beneficial to have a good cop, bad cop, somebody that is gonna force that person or like basically to tell them hey you cheated this is you have to tell them and then you need somebody else who's like a spy a spy or like (laughs) i've been i'm on your side this is crazy girl um and then you get them to verify it because that person's probably not gonna talk to me that is brilliant yeah absolutely brilliant yeah okay so you have a spy who like doesn't shame the bestie who's like oh, yes, I totally understand, blah, 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 blah. And then yeah. the spy is like, by the way, did you tell him now that your super mean friend gave you the ultimatum? <laughs> and then what do you do if the bestie doesn't do it? You just... You tell him. How? Yeah. How? I would call his ass. Yeah. What if you don't have his number? Why wouldn't I have his number? Well, I, you're not close to this person. But they're my best friend's significant other. I have this man's number. That's true. What if you don't know? I'm trying to think I, of like. Oh, I'm gonna stalk his ass on group outing. I I might not be invited because this person's blacklisting <laughs> me at this yes, point. Yeah. But I find out about it and I show up anyway because <laughs> of the spy. Yeah, and I stir the pot. No, I wouldn't do that. I'd be like, hey, you want to take a smoke break? I don't smoke. What about? <laughs> <laughs> I would find them on Facebook, social media, Instagram. Yeah. Mm. Email, LinkedIn. Would you be like, can I have your phone number? Or would you just tell them straight up on social media? Tell them straight up. Yeah. Then they have have like the text messages. No, that's what I'm saying. You'd be like, you have to call me. Okay. So don't tell them straight up. That's that's a better idea, Kara. Good job. Yeah. No paper trails. Yeah. Although it's obvious what you're doing. Like if it was found (laughs) later, it's like, why did you tell the? And then the best friend would be like, oh, so you're cheating with my boyfriend and you're out here telling me. Oh, no, your best friend might do that. I hate when, like, in shows and movies, like, the best friend doesn't believe that, you know, the bestie who's saying, oh, I saw your, like, significant other cheating on you. And they're like, why would you make up that lie? Blah, 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 blah. Fleabag. Like, I'm looking at you. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> Sisters. Nobody, I don't think anybody in real life would react. Like, I can't imagine going up to either of you or anyone that I'm close with and, like, telling them this information that I have and them accusing me. Of like lying or making it like why would I make something like that up that's yeah. not even that's like joking about having cancer it's on the yeah. don't list yeah agreed be a better writer Marion what <laughs> oh, uh, uh. <laughs> nice I did enjoy that reaction though even though I wasn't going for it <laughs> what so that's our little appetizer that could be my number one it was kind of my number one because I of all the moral dilemmas this seems like the one that most people actually might have encountered in their lifetime is like not even discovering that like your best friend's so is cheating like what are the odds you actually find that out but people do get confided to all the time about their bestie like doing something wrong. and it's not just so. straight up us talking about adultery so i like this question more what do you mean adultery that was on a bunch of lists when i was um it's like an ethical dilemma. I didn't really read those. Oh, oh I will oh. say. 
you whether mean, or not you would cheat on your partner or what's the dilemma? No, I didn't read them. It was just on a bunch of lists. And I just what, like what headline that? said adultery and then I skipped it. Oh, I see. Wow. Are you like. I thought it was boring. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you really, really like traumatized by adultery? Like, what is going Who on in my here? life? Yeah, just like, <laughs> see the word adultery and you're like, no, I can't even consider it. I'm so close. I'm so close to falling down that deep, dark well of adultery. I can't even read about it. It's too tempting. I'm ready. I, I have also thought like that maybe I would just tell the person, I don't know. I don't know that I would go through the whole my best, like giving my bestie an ultimatum. It's Would you be think, mad? Would you be mad? Okay, here's a question. Kara confides in me yeah. that she got down and dirty with, what's an actor you know? Oh, uh, would you, Gerard, Gerard Butler. Butler. <laughs> <laughs> what, what made you think of Gerard Butler? That's what her car's name was. It's my only was. crush. Oh, right. Okay. So, <laughs> So you got down and dirty with Gerard Butler. You tell me about it. Would you think that it was morally a wrong, morally wrong of me? Would you be mad at me for going straight to Grayson, just cutting past you and telling Grayson like, hey, I saw Kara with my own eyes dancing up on Gerard Butler at the club last night and like they were making out. No, because she's probably already told me by that point. <laughs> Let's assume she hasn't told you. Let's assume she's trying to keep it a secret. I was probably now- there. <laughs> oh my God, you're making this impossible. I was there cheering her on. <laughs> um, but like, let's assume that Kara's trying to keep it a secret from you or is even going to try and see him again. Like, Kara, do you think you would be within your rights to be upset with me? Yeah, I think I think I would want the opportunity to do it myself. Hmm. I also I would feel better, I think, about the friendship moving forward if I gave you the opportunity to do it yourself, Uh, because sometimes I think you just need a little pep talk to say those things out loud to somebody that isn't like my instant reaction. If you told me you cheated. probably wouldn't be anger it would be like i don't know oh my god why but yeah why is it i'm not gonna yell at you yeah for having done it of course not i think it's like i think as a best friend to best friend situation though it's like how if one of our third friends like if somebody in this not in this circle told us a secret and then you go tell a different friend like there's sort of a trust and an, an unsaid trust there that if I tell you, you don't get to go out and tell everybody. Wait, what do you mean by in the circle? If like if one of the nine of us, not the three of us, but one of the other six people in our close group. Was, you know, confided something serious to one of us, you don't just go tell somebody else like you. It's it comes better from the person, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's it's you're like Mario was saying, like you're sticking yourself in the middle of that relationship now. Like you're. So you're saying you're that now Mara, a third party. Mara shouldn't have told me about your foot warts. <laughs> oh, I have foot warts. Bringing up my foot warts on the podcast. <laughs> Wait, do you actually have foot warts? Not anymore. For the record. I used to. Same. Yeah, I got oh. rid of it. I did everything I could fucking think of in the world. And now I am paranoid as fuck about being barefoot anywhere in the world it's disgusting it's disgusting i had 
also before I understood how warts worked, um, I thought it was dying on my foot and was going to fall off because it was like turning black. But the nice little doctor was like, no, it's just growing. Those are all the blood vessels it's taking yes. over. Isn't that disgusting? <laughs> it, yeah. The warts are literally the wart. They're the grossest fucking thing on the planet. And they hurt so bad to take off. Oh my God. Yeah. I got, I had like four on my foot and they numbed my foot and then they fucking chopped it off. And yeah. then I woke up in the chopped middle of the night. Chopped off the, the warts, the warts. not the foot. Well, part of my skin. Yeah. Like my pinky but toenail is weird. You gotta go deep. Yeah. You gotta get the root. Scraped. I woke up in the middle of the night because the pain meds wore off. Oh uh, God. That's yeah. awful. And then I like couldn't walk right for a yeah. bit. Yeah. It's like, it's one of those things that I feel like people just live through and they don't talk about. But if you are walking around with planter, is it called, they're planter's warts, right? Yeah. With planter's warts, like you are having a terrible time. Yikes. It's embarrassing. It's disgusting. It's painful. They keep multiplying out of fucking nowhere. One time I got one removed by liquid nitrogen and then like four others popped up around (gasps) the circle of fucking crater. Yeah. That's upsetting. That one really hurt. They had to hold me down for that one. (gasps) <gasps> really yeah yeah because they stick that you know they just like stick it in and then it's oh i hate it Ugh. Yeah. <sighs> okay well i'm glad we got to warts from cheating on your so so doesn't everybody <laughs> <laughs> general Ayo. warts maybe hey. um <laughs> let's let's uh what Grayson's addition and then I our just transition. Grayson the other day was like, Do you think I should like jump on more and like be part, like participate? And I was like, Yeah. And so I think that was Grayson participating. <laughs> and I can hear him laughing in the other room. <laughs> okay, let's, let's move on. So, uh, Mara, do you need to talk about how you approach this or can we just get into, oh my God. No, I don't Which care. Cat? Pippin. Is it Pippin? Pippin, Pippin yeah. is attacking the automatic feeder to get like one morsel. It's like honestly <laughs> pathetic, but also very loud. It yeah. Is. It's orange cat energy, dude. Yeah. Okay. I. Is that him? Yes. <laughs> it's very... It kind of sounds like someone's banging. Yeah. He's very rhythmic about it. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I bet he has a little cat boner. Keep it steady. Is he fixed? You can still get. You can you still think get you stop boners. having boners after after a vasectomy? I just, as a cat, I assumed that they don't get boners anymore. Why? What do you think they're fixing? Do. What do you think they're chopping off? The balls. Do you know the how boners production. are formed? Yes, but I just assume what 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 a cat what is the purpose of a cat getting a boner? I don't want to Google in a, cat in a boner. house with all other boys. I don't know if I've ever seen one. I'm just gonna be honest. Um, it's boner. pointy and red. It looks like little red, oh, like a dog like lipstick. Yeah, it's like a dog one, but it's I it's even cats pointier. Had the, had the like thorns, not thorns. No, but it's, like mean, like a, it's like a it's like a ballpoint pin kind of that kind of look. Like it comes out like that, but imagine like red at on the top like rudolph the reindeer just look up cat boner <laughs> no i'm not doing that flynn come here why are you calling to flynn <laughs> just gonna flip him upside down i got an incognito mode for this i did oh not I, oh just, I just <laughs> should i send that. you this i already googled it did you find Images. it Ugh. do you see it yeah it looks like a dog yeah so you still get one even though you're fixed just like how dogs get one this literally looks like a crayon. 
<laughs> There's only one anatomical picture on this and then all of these Google results. The rest are like funny jokes. Yes, yeah. The, There's a lot of jokes where the tail is, which is great. That's a very pleasant introduction. <laughs> I just need to point out that it's anatomical. Yes, anatomical. Yes, I skipped over it. but <laughs> I thought you would in I a say? year, you would be like, I can't believe no one called Mara out for this. <laughs> anatomical. Stupid Mara, Nara. Anyway... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, if it, next time you're petting a boy dog or a boy cat, sometimes when they're really happy, it'll also come out. So, like, you could give your boy dog or your boy cat a boner just by petting them. My top ethical dilemma happens <laughs> yes. to, I yes. believe, be... Uh, this is hard because I'm, like, so torn. There's just so many things I could go on forever about. But the one I'm going to choose to talk about today is... Uh, utilizing the organs of car crash victims uh, for organ transplants. How is that a dilemma? Um, even if they're not organ donors. Oh, oh, okay. There, there Sorry. we go. <laughs> 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 like, missing piece of information. <laughs> and I struggle because I don't, that's not something I want the government to tell me is that I have to be a mandatory organ donor or you only qualify for not being an organ donor. If you have this like laundry list of diseases, because I'm sure there's also like religious reasons why people aren't organ donors. Or they have a moral objection to being an yeah. organ donor. Yeah, but it's a lot of wasted real estate. <laughs> it is. What, what is? Wait, what's, what is? Though? Like it's a it's a bunch of lives that could be saved if you were able to use them use the organs of the recently deceased without like permission from the individual or the family. Yes. Because maybe it's a person that like hasn't thought about it or they don't have a driver's license or like, how do I know if a 12 year old is an organ donor? In another world, it would be that you would opt out of being an organ donor, not yes. opting in. Yeah. Like, cause if you feel that passionately about it, then you can opt out. But Otherwise, yeah, then the default could be like harvesting in a good way. Yeah, I think given the situation that that is not the case, which is unfortunate, that I don't think that you can use somebody's organs without their permission. I just, no, I think there's been a couple of court cases. Yeah. Well, because you don't because I'm conflating TV. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> a couple of Judge Judge Judy cases. <laughs> no, that's reality TV. What if there was like a movement? Of people who like wanted universal ogre uh, uh, ogre donation. You get a strike, and you get a strike. Fiona Froll. Can you imagine? Shrek is life. Yes. Shrek is love. Yeah, yeah, the best movie. It would say like get into my swamp. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing out of my swamp? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like let's imagine that there's a group of people who like want universal organ donation and the way that the same people who don't believe in like universal abortion rights would be up in arms about the idea of like somebody dictating universal organ right so you know what i'm saying like i feel like it would be the same people who would be like yes we are anti-abortion but no you can't take this dead person's organs like it's just so of frustrating course. in some cases a dead person 
has more rights than like a living, breathing woman. It is so angry. So fucked up. <laughs> you guys know. But for my listeners, I work in the medical industry and some of that is like also just thinking about animal testing. And so I feel like also this would help with some of that burden. Like I'm not saying do experiments on dead car crash victims or murder victims. I mean, what? Well, they do that though? though. They do do that. Like people who donate their bodies to science and stuff yeah. like that's literally like. That's what we can do with the ones that have been out too long and aren't viable. Yeah, exactly. Directly, straight to science. Straight to science. I feel like that's a great use of a body. This is such a weird conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I think because you're going to get more accurate results if it's a human body versus a mouse or a monkey or whatever, then it's saving a poor creature from testing. Like somebody that currently has consciousness versus somebody that that right. doesn't have consciousness yeah right. yeah i just think it's a waste of resources yeah so because those lines or those lists of people like waiting on organs are really long and yeah it is also it is also really hard for me personally to like empathize with the idea of like it being a religious like object i don't know like i have a hard time understanding the objection in a way where i feel like it's a legitimate objection to not want to be an organ an ogre (laughs) (laughs) i can't say it (laughs) i feel the same way because some of these that i wrote down i was having a really hard time seeing the other side of it and i had to really because i'm like that's just not true yeah at all yeah i guess if there's anybody who listens to this podcast who like has a firm stance that on why someone wouldn't want to donate their organs then i'd be definitely be interested in hearing about it because like for me i just don't i just don't understand like you're gone you're you're done i'm not gonna use it but I think some people believe in the afterlife and that you're trying to ascend to some higher place or move on to the next life or whatever. And I wonder if part of it is you have to have a whole body or something like that. But I don't know. I feel like you're extrapolating there. I don't think we actually know that there's anything that says you have to have both your kidneys to get into heaven. Like, I don't know that there's actually. Yeah, they I don't think that's true just because like they also believe in souls and that's what goes up. Yeah. Well, is are you saying that there are religious objections to organ donors? I I don't have the facts in front of me, but okay. I, I assume the people who true. don't want to do any type of modern medicine, you know, those people probably yes. for religious reasons probably also don't believe in organ donation. But yeah, again, I don't know. One second, let me look up reasons to not be an organ donor. Nice, nailed it. I was so close. You had to slow it down to to flip the letters. (laughs) Okay, so the most common reasons cited for not wanting to donate organs were mistrust of doctors, hospitals, and the organ allocation system. A belief in a black market for organs. This isn't China. (laughs) We are just... I understand that. Don't agree with it. Deservingness issues. The idea that somebody... You, that your organs might go to someone who brought own brought oh. on their own illness and therefore My like is a bad person maybe one of the most surprising findings is that religion is offered far more often as a rationale for wanting to help sick sick people through organ donation than it is for not wanting to donate organs so i guess yeah religious people actually 
or maybe they're more likely. It says yeah. uh, this is from PubMed.ncbi. No religion formally forbid donation or receipt of organs or is against transplantation from living or deceased donors. So I'm just like making shit up left and right is what I just did. <laughs> but yeah, I guess so. I guess there are some people who are fighting to change the opt out because they're saying that inaction and the opt in can lead to people who want to be a donor not donating. Whereas if you changed it to opt out. But it says in contrast, in contrast, inaction can potentially lead to an individual like who doesn't want to be a donor becoming a donor. So I guess it's like stickier if you do it that way. It's like the individual versus community argument. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard for me to like give validity to these reasons to not be an Oregon donor. It just seems tragic to me. What other things do we opt out of? I think generally in the U.S. we are an opt-in sort of culture. So I feel like that would be the first and like only situation where you'd have to opt out. Marketing. But that's all in like the public sphere. But the organ donation system is a public. I don't know anything about it, actually, but I would assume it's a one giant list per hospital. And like kind of per region, I think, because the organs can only travel so far. One of the Google questions on organ donation is, can I donate my heart while still alive? (laughs) (laughs) Who is asking this? Probably some poor depressed child. I know. And and then it's just funny to me that like, this has to be answered seriously. The person was like, the heart must be donated by someone who is brain dead, but still on life support. Gosh, just imagine how many hearts out there are wasted. I, there's an, um, an author that died. So Echo Brown, yeah, recently passed away. And basically, like, she had kidney failure. And she was supposed to get a kidney donated early next year. But, like, she passed away before it happened. Like, it's just, it's just like that, where you're, like, on a list for so long. And if there were more organs then yeah because also it's not just about like is there an organ available there's a ton of yeah like blood chemistry matching and yeah yeah of- okay should we move on to kara's number one yes i'm still toggling so it stems from when mara lucas grayson and i were driving down to tahoe for my birthday one year and it was like a 13 hour drive one way and we talked the whole way there and the whole way back. So it was a lot of different conversations going on. And one of the things that we started talking about at one point was importance or yeah, the importance of human beings versus different animals. And I very much fell on the side of a human being does not have more value than an animal and everyone else was on the other side. And so when we were talking about prepping, when I was prepping for this podcast and Grayson and I were in the car talking about this, we went through all sorts of trolley situations because I was like, there's got to be one where I can prove that the human can die and something else has more value. Like, I, I got it. And so I came up with so many other. I was like, what about 10 chickens and all these different ones? And I think I found the right one. So the trolley question. There is a trolley and there is a human being tied to one of the tracks and a parallel track has a silverback gorilla tied to the other one. And you can choose whether or not 
the trolley is going to hit one or the other, but it is going to hit one of them because you can move the lever and change the track. So which one is it going towards? Because in the trolley, because the trolley problem is about like, do you have like, are you responsible for inaction? Because the idea is that in the trolley problem, the original one is that it's going towards five human beings tied to the track. You can pull the lever and decide to go off onto a different track where you will actively kill one person. So you Mm. are trying to decide whether you're going to do nothing because that's the way destiny intended, or are you going to pull the lever and choose the five lives over the one life? So where, well, I mean, maybe this isn't the same, but so where's a, it's a trolley headed for the gorilla? gorilla? We're going to say the human for this discussion. And for the record, silverback gorillas are very endangered and there are only a small handful of them left, but their population is strong enough, unlike white rhinos, which was another one that I played with, which didn't survive. <laughs> I don't know that the trolley would kill a white rhino. Like maybe it <laughs> it's, it's a really boom. big, it's a really big train. <laughs> it's like you would probably Derailed. be the one who got fucked up with the rhino. <laughs> if the um wait, what's that song? If I'm in the woods with a bear, pray for the bear. Yeah. What? That's the song. <laughs> okay. That's that one song. This is the, not the first Ow. time this has come up on this podcast, and no one has fact-checked her. No one has stopped her. Do I believe that there is a song out there that has that? Sure. Am I going to spend my precious, valuable moments looking it up? No. I just Googled cat penis. So, yes. We can okay, but that was specific. What am I going to, what am I going to look up? Song, lyric, pray for the bear? Like, what? Like, it might not even be what she's thinking of. It is. I'll consult chat GPT. Yes. We'll have Grayson work on that. That That's what he can do while he gets up and does the laundry, I assume. Uh, yeah, he definitely sounds like he's walking around. So, Kara, so you considered White Rhino next to that. <laughs> it didn't work because Grayson said, what is the viability of the species if there's only two left anyway? So it didn't survive the test. There was also like 10 humans versus one. I figured this is the best. Okay. This is one to one ratio. One to one ratio. Male silverback gorilla. A human like in their third, like our age, like a 31, 32 year old person. And this, and so silverbacks are endangered, but so each one is kind of vital, but but there's like way more, more than one human. What yes. if the human is someone you know? Exactly. Where in my scenario, you don't know them. <laughs> <laughs> I really, and, I really manipulated the situation. Okay. In your scenario, it's just some random person. <laughs> some 30, 30 Do they year look old. like me? Can I see myself in them? Is that going to bother me? Yes. You, yeah. yeah. Sure. No, if that's not are. a good thing. They're, 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 they're like in their, thir- that's why I said they're in their 30s. It's like, it's somebody that's you know, got life experience. They still have like in our eyes, like quote unquote, a future in front of them. Right. So there's like, so I can kill the human. It's going to kill the human unless you save the human. Unless I take the lever and kill the endangered silverback gorilla. Is this going to like doom them to extinction? If I do this, it's great cue. You don't know. 
You don't know. Okay. So this is like, we're imagining in real life. I'm like there and I'm like, oh shit, I don't have time to yes. call call somebody to figure you this out. You don't have like, yeah, WFF on the phone to be like. <laughs> so we're assuming I know what a silverback gorilla looks like. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm able and to And not just a regular gorilla. <laughs> and that it's endangered and that it's vital that it lives. Yes, you're, you're Interesting. You are regular gorillas endangered? No. Nah. I don't know the answer to that. I, I'm going to, No. I don't know. I'm making I don't think so. Because it's like, do we need a silverback gorilla? Is that really like some of, these, <laughs> some of these endangered species, man? It's like, oh, this one has a yellow beak. This one has one red feather. Like we have to oh keep gosh. all of these. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm just you kidding. You're such a human being right now. For the record, <laughs> for the record, I think that if I had been in the car with you to Tahoe, you wouldn't have been alone. I do <gasps> think. I, I mean, we, the three of us have had this conversation. Have we? Yeah. Well, okay. we've had a, a version of this conversation, which was, remember, I was like on the highway and these two birds or like a bird yes. flew in front of me. Oh, and I was very, yeah. pen, I was very bent out of shape about it. And then Kara was like, what's the difference to you between that and like salami you're eating at this winery right now? And so that was like the discussion, which I do still think there's a trauma to watching an animal die in front of you that like I do not get from the removed like meat part of things like and that was probably what was bothering me more. But so it's slightly different conversation, but I don't remember that conversation. I do. You were it was on the way to Jen's. I remember so specifically it was like there was a little hill. It was in Iowa. It was for Mm -hmm. Jen's birthday. We were going to a winery. We sat on a picnic table in the sun. Was and I in your car? I was trying so hard to like calmly talk about it because yes. I, was, I felt so strongly about it. Yes. Yeah, I remember because then your con- the conversation also divulged into you feeling like you couldn't have these conversations with people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember that too. But yeah, I would say that like for me, like I have lots of troubles. Like mine isn't just animals in general. Mine is like I have real t- trouble with like killing bugs. Like I don't yes, like and it's not because I'm scared of bugs. Like there was the other day, there was like a silverfish at the place where I worked. And I was like, I didn't know what to do because I know like they shouldn't really be hanging around the house. It's not my house. Like I'm the only one who sees it. But also I don't want to like kill it. But I also don't really want to pick it up and have it scurry around me as I like take it outside. And I was like, what do I do in this situation? Do I like often I just ignore the bugs. Don't tell Matthew that he'll be really mad. But I started to kill cockroaches because there's so many cockroaches in LA and like we have this huge gap under our door and they Mm. come in but I don't enjoy it I feel very very guilty every time I do it because I'm like what has this bug done all it did was exist and I'm like killing it for existing and that's like a bummer I think that's also the other thing like when you when you eat something with meat like it's harder for me because I'm like you're getting a benefit out of it you know it's not like it died in my opinion it's not necessary that it's died pointlessly but that's i mean it lived to die though and yeah. suffered to die yeah depending on where you got your product from like i only get that's my true. eggs and my chicken from the grocery store from the humane ones now but those didn't always exist no and they're usually a lot more expensive and they're not always at every grocery store true. I feel like for the I'm out here playing God every day in my apartment with bugs. I ignore the spiders. <laughs> I do not ignore the silverfish. Those things are the one bug that make me scream 
Um, I'm always afraid I'm going to miss them. Uh, what do you mean? Like you're going to try to step on them and then they'll run away? Yeah, yeah. I miss them. And then I have they to move, hunt they them They move in again. a really fucked up way. They have too many things flying off of their body. I don't know if they have like extra wings on the back or something. There's just like so much happening. And they move. Yeah. Yeah, they're free. And I also recognize that I don't, I haven't really thought about animals as being creatures near or on the same level as humans until like 2012. So I'm still. Yeah, but this conversation sounds like to Tahoe was definitely after that. Yeah. And I'm just in that period. Sorry. And I'm saying that you guys have like, like 10 years on me for like thinking about these things. Yeah. I was 13. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I (laughs) went vegetarian. (laughs) So I don't know. I'm I'm killing the silverback gorilla in this trolley question. I think that I want to do anything. I think that I think that one's actually easier that that it's an easy one to be like passive. It would be harder for me if the if it were reversed and it's like, am I actively contributing to the end of a species? by ignoring but i mean i guess like we all however hard we try we are actively contributing to the end of species every day with like buying stuff from amazon etc etc like there i mean so it's kind of like already the same yeah there's not really any large protests on the daily for shell or i think it's kind of the question too of like if you if you had to kill your own meat would you do it you know, there's like I'm a- currently reading Braiding Sweetgrass by Robin Wall Kimmer, and it, she's making me think that I don't say thank you to the earth enough. And I'm not like I already feel like I'm not slowing down enough, but she really calls out like there's whole chapters in this book about how you're not no one says thank you to the earth for what they're giving us. I've thought about um, I've thought about praying in that way before every meal. And I've thought about it a lot, and I don't know why I've never done it. It's hard to remember or start that habit. You could, you could like, start a timer or something while you're cooking, so that way it goes off right before you eat or whatever, and then Probably set but- two timers, one for when you think you're going to finish dinner, and then, like, an hour <laughs> yeah. after that. Right. <laughs> Probably a good idea. Yeah, Are you guys pre- didn't grow up with parents that wouldn't let you eat before you held hands and prayed, or... and it shows yeah yeah um yeah i think i think that i don't think i think i just let the human die because that's like a whole species you're talking about that's like more than one person i thought that the species wasn't gonna die you don't know that's you don't know how important the silverback gorilla is to the longevity of the species you just know, you read in a New York Times article a couple years ago about that, the fact that they're endangered and that's all you know. And you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like mine would be a game time. I don't. Oh, my God. I hate these questions. But like, I don't want to be the sole reason. I wouldn't be the sole reason. Listen, this is how I would console myself. I wouldn't be the sole reason. <laughs> <laughs> the species died because it was doomed before this situation. <laughs> so then are you on par with the poachers? No. <laughs> uh, but from that sentence, yes, I guess I am. 
I think this is a good ethical discussion. I don't know if they, I don't need, I don't think no, you need it is to really answer good. it. Also, yeah. I feel like you did a good job leveling out the playing field, like the, enti- like may or may not be the end of an entire species. And okay. But I'm going to feel really fucking dumb if like, I don't do anything, the human dies. And then it's like, yeah, that silverback gorilla could have, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, because if it would have been it, fine, if it's that it's, like equal that's a lot harder if it's just like a life for a life that's a lot harder than like a life for a whole species you know what i'm saying yeah like i feel like it's a no-brainer a life for a whole species i'm pick i feel like in that case if i know without a doubt that the longevity of the species relies on this motherfucker staying alive i guess i'm killing the human I don't know that you are. You seem really resistant to the idea of killing either one. But I think I like, I think I could live with, I don't, but that's like. I'm enjoying this. I'm just like watching more. Like, flip what would you do, Kara? What would you do? I, I would actively make the choice to uh, let the trolley keep going. Okay. What if though, what if though it's just a regular gorilla, not endangered and it's a human? Now what do you do? So it's just a life for a life. There's no like whole species on the line. Cause I think that's the harder question. If you if you are on team animals are that, equal I to think humans. That's the, yeah. Cause that, I was debating that with makes Grayson. it harder. If you're not on team animals are equal to humans, then you need the species thing to keep things yes. in. But for you, yeah. now what are you doing? Because it's just because now we're getting to the real trolley problem. What kind of what's the animal? It's it's just a it's just an a, let's assume for the sake of this thought that gorillas regular gorillas are not endangered and just like with the human you won't really have an effect on anything if one of them dies except that a life was taken so and it's going towards the gorilla so you would have to actively you would have to actively pull it and go to the human Here's the thing is, I think, does the world know what I choose? Like, am I on the news afterwards? And everyone's like, you chose X. People are probably already videotaping it. You don't you don't know if anybody's going to care or not. But let's assume let's assume for the first answer. No, it's not going to be on anything. This is just a purely you're in the middle of the Australian outback. (laughs) Grayson Grayson commented. I'm guessing the guy on the track cares. <laughs> well, you know what? Also, the gorilla cares. Whether also or not the gorilla, the gorilla cares. can assess the situation properly, the gorilla still cares whether it lives or dies. And like, what did that man do to get himself in that situation? Why is he there? <laughs> what did the gorilla do? What yeah, did the who's already tying all these people to tracks? <laughs> so, okay, Kara, nobody's going to know. You're in the middle of nowhere. Nobody's going to know that you had anything to do with it. I think the one-to-one makes it really hard. Yeah. Because it's a because it's, it's like if it was two humans. Like, in my mind, it's not. Okay, definitely I'm still killing the gorilla, even if it is the endangered silverback gorilla. potentiality yeah so you're definitely killing it if it's not either way if it's on un- if it's unknown i i feel like i would still try to save the human i think i would save the human because 
there's a longevity of life that humans have that gorillas don't have. So they don't they live, live as pretty long. long. But they don't live to be, you know, like 90, 180, whatever we live to be. I hope I don't live that long. <laughs> How old do you want to live to be? Hang around Kara and train tracks and you won't live that long. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on what the other species is. What if the guy, what if the person's like only got five years left to live and the gorilla's only got five years left to live? Stop nice. it. No, we will not stop. <laughs> I think that I would probably, I can't really say because this is all just a thought. I have no idea yeah. what I would really do in the situation. But to me, there's a sort of innocence to animals that is not possessed by humans. And I cannot know whether this person is a good person or a bad person, but I can be pretty sure that regardless of what the gorilla is or isn't, the gorilla is pure in a natural sense. If that makes sense. It, it does, does make sense. And it's more helpless. And so that's yes. hard for me is like the gorilla really doesn't. They both don't have any agency in the matter, but the gorilla really has not had any agency at any point. And who invented the train? Who invented the train tracks? Who put the trolley on the train? <laughs> fucking humans. <laughs> um, the gorilla overlords that are in charge of this <laughs> fucked up nation. Yeah. So wait, Kara, I'm curious. What would your answer have been had Ooh. media been involved? Because your oh, answer with I no media was the human. I think that there's a certain... If I were, I'm aware that if I were to choose, actively choose to kill a person and save a gorilla, that the media would, the world would never forgive. There would never be a, a world in which I would not be spotlighted. You know, like the guy that killed the, the lion. Harambo. Or Harambo. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of them. The dentist, you know. Oh, there's yeah. a lot. Cecil. Yeah. Cecil the lion. So I think it would be one of those situations where like that is forever the choice that I have made and everyone would know about it. And other people value people more than they value animals. And so it's really, what would the quality of my life be? Sure. Yeah. Now your life, it's not, just, it's not just, it's not just, it's you, it's you and the gorilla or you and the human. But so, <laughs> so then your answer doesn't change either way, media or not, you'd be saving the human. Yeah, I think so. Because also there's a, a lack of decision that you can kind of comfort yourself with. Is whoever set up this train had a situation in mind. Yeah, like they, I didn't tie they these made people the choice. Yeah, and they made the choice to aim it at this one. Okay, so if it's aimed at the human, so you have to make the choice to kill the gorilla instead of the human. I don't know. I think I would I think I would save the gorilla. I think I'm on the same page of like but only if the media wasn't watching. Yeah, I think it like humans have such a detrimental effect on everything we touch for the most part. Um and gorillas take what they need and they're part of the ecosystem. We destroy ecosystems. This was part of the discussion in the 3-hour car ride too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Humans uh, have a negative impact and animals can have, a, I mean, we can also have positive, but I think overall we tend to trend on the negative side. And I think that a gorilla is not going to have a negative impact. They'll probably have a neutral balance. Well, that's, a, see, that's another thing is like people disagree whether or not 
the trolley problem is murder or not murder. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, is your inaction murder? Like, are you choosing? Because you do, you are making a choice, even if it's a choice of inaction, yeah. you are making a choice. Right. Sometimes your natural reaction is to freeze. Yeah. So I don't know how much time. You have plenty of time to not freeze. You've got 10 minutes. You can freeze minutes. and unfreeze. You've got 10, you got 10 <laughs> minutes. You're looking down the track. You can see it's a couple miles away. The trolley is going 15 miles per hour. You have so much time. Oh my God, what a slow down. You hope that it speeds up to hopefully kill the person right away. It's going downhill, so it's going to speed yeah. up. Perfect. It's going to speed, but 10 minutes worth of speed. Honestly, I think I'd just jump out of the trolley. I would jump out of the trolley, and then it's not my problem. It's somebody I am else's removing problem. myself from the situation. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Thou Yeet. shall not fuck with the trolley question. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Well, I'm very excited for like my ethical dilemmas for the next time we did this because I have one yeah. that I'm very excited about that I want to talk about. Nice. I I genuinely, when I read it, I was like, I don't know what I would do. I want to do this one next time. Can we do like a three part? No, we've got a schedule to keep up. Well, I love you guys. I missed you. Should we do winners? Don't forget. Yeah, who wins? Me. I don't feel like anybody's winning. In this conversation, <laughs> I, I, I put I put a point for myself. I feel like I did a good job. <laughs> okay, um, uh, while we're doing that, I'll give myself a point. I feel like I did a great job. Okay, I'm gonna be thinking about this for days and probably months, and definitely tonight. So you guys can tie. <laughs> okay, we're your joint winners. I'm Marion. I'm Kara. And I'm Mara. This has been My Top Everything. You can email us at mytopeverythingpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. You can like us on Instagram, Facebook, blah, 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 blah. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Have- oh. Did you no. want to do sponsors? Nope. <laughs> <I guess laughs> you as, if any- as if anyone would sponsor us after hearing this one. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is already so controversial. It's crazy. Like we we went into organ donation. We went into like wow. If if I've ever thought that we might get a stalker or heat from an episode, it's from it's this one. one. This one. This one is. (laughs) Good thing we messed up everybody's name but Kara in this episode, huh?